Hey, what do you say? It's Kevin Hodes. I'm with Swipe It. And you know, of course, I am having a great time today. It is the Swipe It Show on the Success Network. Of course, if you're watching it and you have questions, hey, hit us up with something. It's totally live right now. It's 10 a.m. Central. Like it, share it, all that good stuff. But here, let me tell you this. Real special show today because we're going to be talking about who's watching your money. And of course, we've got a real special guest, Master Sergeant, United States Air Force, Jeremy Locke on the show. And we're going to be talking about my last letter that I did with him. But more importantly, who the heck is watching your money, right? Hey, listen, you know what you have here is, is you've got a, a credit card processing company that you might be working with. And you're going, who's watching my money, right? You signed up with them. They are doing all the stuff that they you know, say they were going to do. You think it's all working. And then you realize, hey, man, there's all this stuff going on. I don't know what it is. You might be working with Square. You might be working with PayPal. You might be working with QuickBooks. And, and or you've got that integrated software. And they said, oh, you've got to use Stripe. Oh, my God. You are totally getting hosed. Yes, I'm telling you, not getting hosed. Let's talk about get the real screwing, people. You know what? I don't understand why people don't find real, like, reputable companies. If you think Square, PayPal, QuickBooks, and Stripe are reputable, let's talk about what they're charging you. All right? Listen, I'm going to hammer them hard today. You know why? Because I'm trying to wake up America. And when you work with a professional company, Kevin, swipe it. What do you get? You get the truth. And here it is. I'm going to lay it out on the table. Here's the truth. When you work with PayPal, it's flat pricing. When you work with QuickBooks, it's flat pricing. When you work with Square, I'm sorry. So it's Square, PayPal, QuickBooks, and of course, Stripe. This is all flat pricing. So it might sound good. It's like, oh, I don't have to worry about all this stuff. I don't understand it. You know, I don't, I don't get it. It's flat pricing. So let's just say you're working with PayPal. PayPal's at like 2.6 percent, and I think it's uh, 10 cents a transaction. That's if you swipe a credit card. If you hand key it, this is all flat fee, flat, and it's now at two. Uh, I'm sorry, 3.5 percent if you hand key it. So let's just say you're swiping, chipping cards, or whatever with Square, 2.6 percent. Hand key it, 3.5 percent, and 15 cents a transaction. All right. We got that down straight across the board for everything that you do. Well, what happens of the debit card you receive, right? So you're like, wait a minute, what does that have to do with anything? Well, debit cards hit the network much differently. They're a regulated transaction. Did you know that that's 30% of all your transactions? Like, I'm serious, 30% of all your transactions. So... And that's just the national average, depending upon the demographics of where you're at, it might be more. So, okay, now we're at 30% transactions. You know what it hits the network at? 0.05. So what would you rather pay? This is a math question, people. 3.5 on that hand keyed or 0.05 on that hand keyed debit card transaction. That's 30% of your transactions. That is a huge difference. So you play the odds with Square. Let's talk about uh, PayPal. So PayPal, check this out. 
PayPal is 3.49% across the board and nine cents a transaction. So let's do the math on that one. Hits the network, 30% of your transactions are hitting the network at 0.05% and you're paying 3.49. What's higher? 3.49 or 0.05%? Hello? I hear crickets. Come on now, people. It's ludicrous to pay more money than you should to process credit cards, right? Now, check this out. PayPal will make you pay a fee to move from their account to your account. Why are you paying a fee for that now over and above that? Now, I know it's simple, it's easy, and whatever, but why? Why are you doing that? Who's watching your money, right? Well, you're not. And it's time to wake up and start working with a company that's going to actually make sure you're paying the right fee structures. I mean, they're just the behemoths. They're the General Motors, the, you know, the Toyotas and all that good stuff. You know, for over 20 years, we've been bringing honesty and integrity to the slimy world of credit card processing. This is the slimy part of it that you just don't know about. And I'm here to educate you. And of course, these companies, they don't like me because I'm telling the truth. I'm, I'm literally giving you real facts and figures to make the right decisions of who you should and shouldn't be working with. Now, last one over here, we've got two others, right? We've got QuickBooks. So QuickBooks is 2.4% and 25 cents a transaction. But the percentage of people using QuickBooks where you're actually face-to-face is really very small percent. So they know that and they'll give you a little bit discount, whatever, but they're really not doing a lot of, you know, face-to-face transactions. They make their money on the 3.4% on hand key transactions. And you know what? Your accountant, I'm going to throw them under the bus right now too. You got an accountant that makes it easy for them. Anything that's easy for them is not making your wallet getting any fatter. Because your accounting people are like, oh, we're QuickBooks professionals. And, uh, you know, you should be using QuickBooks to uh, process your credit cards. Yeah, that's because it's easy for them to do all of that accounting work. Hello? Since when are they telling you the right things to do? You, you don't go to your accountant and say, hey, uh, who, who should we use for credit card processing? They don't have a clue. All they do is punch numbers all day. <laughs> You know, hey, let's punch this number in. Punches in. They create a PL, PL, you got a balance sheet. You know, that's what they do. They're not professionals in the credit card processing industry. I don't understand why you'd want to pay more to process credit cards with all of these, you know, PayPal, Square, QuickBooks. Here, here's the last one. You ready for this one? This one drives me even more crazy Stripe. Stripe integrates to tons of things, right? And then you got all these software guys are going, hey, you need to use Stripe. Do you think the software guy has your best interest at heart when it comes to credit card processing? You don't give a rat's ass of what you're paying. You're paying, uh, uh, let me see here, 2.6% on uh, Square. Let me double check this, right? Let's, let's look at, uh, not Square. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm totally wrong here. I brought it up on the computer. You know what you're paying for Stripe? 2.9% and 30 cents a transaction. Across the board, everything, all in one. 
oh, yeah, simple and easy for your software, dude, who don't know shit from Shinola. All he knows is, oh, this works easier. You know what works better? Working with professionals that know what they're doing. Go knock on your next door neighbor's door. Hey, um, can you give me an idea of who I should use for credit card processing? They're going to be like, yeah, use Square or whatever. They don't even have a business probably. They don't know shit from Shinola either about credit card processing because you need to work with experts. Where are the experts? Where are they? They're hard to find, right? So you have to go through. But I'm going to tell you right now, your accountant is not a credit card processing expert. Okay, get them on the phone with me. I'll show them what life is really like. Get me on the phone with Stripe. I will throw them under the bus all day long. Give me QuickBooks, people. I'll throw them under the bus as well. Because when the truth comes out that it's just really all about how it's easier for them, you lose money. Yeah, they're going to do their job. Listen, I got an accountant. And, you know, even my own accountant's like, hey, you know, um, we, we really need to integrate all this stuff into QuickBooks so it's so much easier. No, that's what I'm paying you for. You need to do all the hard work and get the shit done that I need you to get done, not the shit that is just making me out of my mind crazy. I don't care about what you have to do. I care about what I have to do. And you need to minimize what I'm paying based upon what I'm trying to tell you where you need to be. And they, they just are looking for anything as easy for them. So, I mean, the right bookkeepers, the right people are going to say, hey, we need to get you connected with a company like Swipe It. Swipe It. Hey, here we are. National. I don't care where you're at. All over the country. You got a business. You want to work with a company that knows what the heck they're doing. You need to get a hold of us. We'll turn around and show you the difference and give you the truth. Because even on Swipe It's website, we post the rate structures and you can see the variances of the different types of cards. Now, I've only been talking about the 30% of the debit card transactions. Well, what about other credit cards? Well, some of them hit the network at 1.78. Some hit the network at 2.2. Some of them hit at 2%. Yeah, some might even hit a little higher. But you know what? I would rather pay the play the odds, right? And make sure that I'm getting the very best qualified transaction because there's hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of types of credit cards. Do you think that when... You see that Citibank commercial or uh, Capital One, and they go, hey, what's in your wallet? Do you think that when you give that credit card to a retailer, that you're, when you process that card yourself, do you think you pay the least for that? Heck no. That's one of the worst cards you could be taking. And they are marketing that. You know why they're marketing that? Because they make money, right? It's all about making money, right? How does your accountant make money? As many clients they could bring on and as fast as they could plug in those numbers, however they get you to be doing the things that's easier for them, that's how business works. And, and you know, I even see uh, on Stripe. All right, let's talk about Stripe, how they integrate so easily. So do we. We do it easy, too. And you pay less. Check this out. 40% more when you have PayPal, Square, QuickBooks, Stripe. Why do you want to pay 40% more? Where, where's the logic in that? Aren't you trying to be as profitable as you can be? 
Don't we already have enough factors in our business that are really causing us grief? We really are trying to be, as business owners, as profitable as we can be so we can keep our prices down. Here's another thing. Do you think it's a good idea to surcharge your clients? I have clients that have asked me about it. I have that ability. I'm not a real big fan of surcharging. You know why? Just think about it. If you as a retailer, or I'm sorry, you as a consumer walk into a business and you just paid $100 for goods and services, whatever it may be, and they say, well, we also charge an extra 3 to 4% for that transaction. Aren't you going in your head, wait a minute, um, am I going to be paying for your payroll next week? Am I going to be paying for your electricity next week? What are you going to be tacking on? You, as a business owner, need to get smart. Does Target do that? Does Walmart do that? Does Best Buy do that? No, because they're smart. They built it into their price, people. I'm not saying that you should pay more to process credit cards. I'm suggesting you pay less. But I'm also suggesting that you be smart in your business. And being smart in your business is going to be able to help you be able to ward off and watch who's watching your money. These people, they don't care. They're just going to turn around and take it, take it, take it. You know, we at Swipe It, we're not takers. We're givers. And that's why our very special guest that we're going to be having come on here in a, about two minutes is an unbelievable individual. I have tremendous respect for his abilities. He has been in the United States Air Force for many years. He has retired from the service. And I'll tell you what, we're going to bring on Jeremy Locke from Last Letters, what he's doing. He asked me to be on his podcast. It's one of the top podcasts all over the place. You can watch it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Spotify. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Spotify, Apple. Uh, he'll he'll tell you everywhere, and I'm sure there'll be some links, and we'll make sure that you can see that, hear that, however it may be. You want to go to websites. I don't care. He'll tell you all those places to go. I don't know everything about everything. I just know how I know people, and I love people. I love helping people. In fact, uh, Jeremy is a seven-time – maybe we're going to let him tell you. Seven-time – I'm a loss of words for you here. Anyways, seven, what is it? Let me, where is it? Hold on. Let me, let me pull it up. Seven time. Here we go. Let's, 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 let's read his bio here. Cause it's going to be easier, right? Cause I'm screwing this all up after 21 years of, after 21 years of telling stories around the world for the military, Jeremy Locke is setting out on his next adventure. Last letters. I'm excited. Cause my last letter, when you hear it pretty, pretty good. I've said some things on there I probably maybe shouldn't have said, but either way, uh, some people will hear some things that are pretty shocking about me, but I don't do a lot of things I put on there either anymore because obviously I've grown up. But Locke is not only an accomplished military veteran receiving the Bronze Star Medal for Distinguished Service in Iraq, his experience led to Jeremy being named the Military Photojournalist of the Year seven times. Not once, two, three, four, seven times. I mean, that's amazing. Jeremy's work's been published in magazines, newspapers, books, including National Geographic, Time, New York Times, and the Washington Post, among many others. He's traveled over to 40 countries on six continents, brings his curiosity and, impact, and his empathetic love of story to the interview chair. So when I sat in that chair in his house and did my show, 
I think you can learn some things from that. Might be able to help you in your life. So let's bring Mr. Jeremy Locke. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. I am so excited to have you here. And What's of course, <laughs> I have uh, butchered your stuff. You've listened. You know, tell tell some people about who you are and what you're doing now because you're more than just the guy on the street taking pictures. Let's hear what you're doing with Last Letters and give everybody the place where they can go to check it out. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Again, this is the reason why I love what I do. As a photojournalist, I'm out meeting people and it gets me to, to, to meet individuals like you. And, and I can't help but sit there and, and smile and watch how animated you get when you are passionate about you know, your credit card processing. And it just is one of those things that turned me on to you and you can't help but smile when I'm around you. So again, that's, I'm happy that you're in my life. Um, no, I love having you in my life. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you're the greatest guy on the planet. You know, you, you don't really want anything from people. You just want to help them. And that's what I love because I want to help people. And it, it enriches our lives in ways that people don't realize by helping others. When you can do that, that's, and especially with last letters, people have no idea what last letters is. You're going to continue with that. I, but, you know, people are people, right? They just don't know what they don't know. That's why we do what we're doing today to help guide them, to help them in their areas by listening to what you created. Absolutely. So it's funny because this month is our one-year anniversary for Last Letters. And pretty much this Last Letters has been a, a passion project of mine. Uh, my producer buddy, good friend Scott Retberg, um, is a producer out in L.A., we just started talking, and, and here I'm getting to photograph these amazing individuals like Medal of Honor recipients, um, Buzz Aldrin, uh, uh, just some incredible people. And at, you only get like 10, 15 minutes with them. And you just sit there and you go, man, I wish I, wish I could know more. Like, what, what would some advice that they could give? And that's kind of how Last Letters was born. So if tomorrow, Last Letters is if tomorrow was your last day on Earth, what would you say and who would you say it to? And in my opinion, it kind of gives an individual an opportunity to leave a legacy, leave something behind. Um, you came on in uh, this earlier this month, uh, November, and uh, your episode was called The Things That Make Us. And again, it's, it's going through your life or the individual who's sitting in the chair, uh, going through their life and, and kind of learning and playing off of your your highs and your lows in your life to to kind of better others other lives so it's it's been probably some of the best storytelling in my life and and the beautiful thing about it is we can all go on a podcast and and talk about ourselves for an hour long right i mean because we've lived it we can just talk about our lives but what last letters does and you can see, you can verify this. Last letters makes you take a look at yourself. You have to do homework. You have to actually write a last letter. And then, then you, the, the guest kind of buys into it and they, they have to do their homework and buy into it. And then, and then magic just happens. We just have a real honest conversation. I will tell you that the letter itself for me was really hard to put down on paper because I, I can really off the cuff talk about many different topics 
in any situation, but actually putting down and writing it down, that was really tough. It took me a little bit to do. And when we did the actual podcast, the recording of it, it was right around the time when my, my uncle had passed away and I was able to, I mean, it, it helped me really put pen to paper. And, and, I, and I realized uh, uh, how in that moment when he passed away, how much that individual had, you know, changed my life in different ways. And then it made me start thinking about all the other things that led up to why I was the person I am today. And I had to basically, my letter thanks people that have made me the person. Because you pick up stuff from people all your life. You know, from the time that we're from 8 to 12 is when we're impressioned and we become the person we are today. So anybody that you run into, Jeremy, you know, wherever you may be, they'd be like, dude, you're the same person I've known for forever, right? So, you know, last letters really does make you think about what's happened. And I've never seen or heard of anything like this. And it was kind of therapeutic. And it's a, it, it actually... Uh, I, you don't know this, but I actually wrote a letter to somebody that helped me many years ago, and I sent that letter to that person, and then they were just, they were like, I just can't believe what you just said about, and I just couldn't have been more thankful to that individual. So maybe, you know, the spark that you're having with this will help others look at themselves from within, and they have the ability to become a better person, even better than they are, they are now. And that's that's the hopes of it. We actually just had a, you know, it's a sad uh, occasion, but it's also a joyous occasion where we actually we knew this time was coming, but we actually have an actual last letter. Um, a buddy of mine who recorded in the spring uh, passed away about two months ago, Don Winspear, and uh, his episode's titled "Rock Star," and. After he passed away, um, we reached out to the family, sent them the letter. They, he, the family had no idea that he wow. had done this or even read the letter. They, they hadn't read the letter. So, um, but the beautiful thing with Don is like, man, I, I listen to your podcast. He goes, man, you have some rock stars on there and some great people. And, you know, he goes, who am I? I'm, I'm nobody. And um, he's wrong. We're all somebody. We all have stories. Um, and that's why we title it The Rockstar, because he is that rock star to me. Um, yeah. just, it, it's really about storytelling and, and bringing to light uh, these amazing individuals that we walk around next to every day. Yeah, uh, and, and it's, you know, people don't realize the impact until they, they write the letter and, and all the things that will come back to Hey, why, why am I the person I am today? And you helped bring that out again and made me realize I need to start, you know, thanking people in different ways. I love to thank people. I mean, your, your wife is our client. You've been associated with Swipe It. And I mean, we're not, you know, anywhere special. We're just doing the things that we know what we need to do. But I am the person I am today from those past experiences and it's helped me be a better person. And the more I'm a better person, the more I can help people. And the more I'm willing to put people together and help them in ways that they've never known. So knowledge is power. And through this 
experience that I have with you. It, you know, I think about it a lot, all the time. It's, it's, it's on my desktop right here. You know, these, these, uh, all the stuff that you created is amazing. The, the pictures that you took, are, they, they made, the, made me look at myself in a way I've never looked at myself because of the way you work. So, I mean, being a part of Last Ladder, Letters is phenomenal. And I really appreciate that you had me on your show. And it gives me the ability to just say thank you to people. You know, I don't know where you're going to, where my last letter, maybe I should put it in a safe and my wife finds it and reads it. You know, who knows? Yeah, it's, it's again, it's everything you're talking about. It's it, at the end of the day, surrounding yourself with good people and, and being able to thank people and being able to listen. Right now we're so divided. It feels like we're divided, right, in America. Yeah. I, I don't feel that way, but it seems like we are. And, and this just gives an opportunity for people to, of all walks of life, all creeds, all color, to come in and, and have a voice and, and give their last letter. Give a little piece of advice to the world. Yeah. And why, why wouldn't you want to be better, right? Why are we listening to podcasts? Why are, why are we helping other people? Why, why do we want to be helped? Why are we reading that self-help book? You know, why are we doing that? Well, we, we want to be better people. We want to get knowledge. We want to get the ability to make an impact in the world in some shape, form, or another. And that's what I loved about Last Letters and being on it and, you know, telling people the, the story of what I've done in my life to become where I am. And, and you worked that in a way. You got me saying things that I, man, I, you, you did a great job on that. I didn't get you to say anything that you didn't want to say. And in your episode, the whole time I'm I'm just sitting there, the stories you're telling, um, I'm just thinking the whole movie, my cousin Vinny, throughout the whole the whole thing. It the was two great. Of you. Yeah. 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 No, I it was definitely there's you know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to some of the things that I've even done to their own selves and what they've done. And, you know, they obviously are haven't become any bad people or anything, but you know, you just you're going through life and you're trying things, doing things. And it really was uh, very, very, it was great for me. I really, really enjoyed it. And I hope others can listen to my story and learn something from that and or listen to other people's stories. Cause I think you're up to number 43 or 44 now. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did a, a year long. Uh, we took a summer break, a couple months off. I had to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro and, my producer Scott was on a, on a show, but um, yeah, we're we're plugging along and just getting more and more interesting people. Some of the people, one of the great things is a a lot of these people I've had acquaintances with or or our friends, and the amount of abuse, you know, whether it's alcohol to physical to whatever, that you like I knew nothing about to the amount of Christianity that I didn't recognize and and friends or acquaintances yeah um it, and and the when you hit rock bottom and how people are pulling themselves out one of the stories it's called little girl and this is a uh, this is a woman who was born to a heroin addicted mother chained to a prison bed she was born in prison fast forward through her life and then she was she had given birth to her third child in prison and she wrote it to little wow. girls in the world about how to be worthy. And I mean, it's just, it's so amazing. But where she went from being born in prison to actually being in prison and giving birth, 
to where she is now married with a beautiful family and, and doing great. I mean, that's, that's the success. Those are the stories that we're trying to, trying to tell. And, you know, those are impactful and, you know, it's, it probably just like me being on the show. So you're the host. And when you're the host, you basically like me, I'm a host and you're hosting your own show. You get to find out more information about people and it will impact you as well. But what it does to the people, the last letter, is so impactful. I mean, I think this has definitely changed myself in how I see things. And, you know, I've always been very considerate of others. But, you know, it makes me want to listen to all your other shows. I've been trying to listen to them. Man, they are unbelievable. I can't keep track of – I mean, you're, you're, they're coming – once a week too, right? Is this how every, that works? Every Tuesday we launch. Yeah. So every Tuesday there's a new launching. And where are people able to watch us? Because I goofed that up before. So we're pretty much uh, on 19 different platforms. We tell tell wow. people to, to go to wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make ours your favorite. Um, Apple, Spotify. It's, it's all over the place. So you can follow us on Instagram, Last Letters. Um, and on Facebook, last letters. And please, we're looking for more last letters. So if please submit to us uh, via the website, lastletters.net. Um, social media, you can message us, but we're always looking for, for people to tell their stories. And it's and they're incredible. They, they're incredible. I know that uh, mine was on November 9th, and you can go to all of your favorite places and look for mine. It's called the things that make us and the things that made me becomes very successful are little bits and pieces of learning from everybody. I've learned from you. I've learned from your wife. You know, she's got a cooking show and cooking. I say cooking show. She's got, she's, it looks like a cooking show, right? She's, you know, she's got her hands in a lot of different things. Her oh cooking's my God. Amazing. You, I mean, yeah. you guys need to get something together because you both love cooking. You used to be a yeah. chef. I, uh, you know, well, cooking has been chef? crazy. Well, I guess you're. It's kind of like you were in the service. You're always in the service, right? You're, right. You were Air Force veteran. You were in the Air Force. They just call you an Air Force veteran. Maybe I'm. Uh, I'm a. I'm a uh, chef veteran. I don't know. What, what? I'm a veteran of chefing. I'm. A, I'm a veteran cook. I don't know. You know, I. I love to cook. I love to grill. I'm grilling like crazy. Maybe I need to come over and do some grilled chips for Deandra. Is she grilling or are you grilling? I grill. I You're grill. the griller. Awesome. Yeah. I'll give you the tips. There you I'm go. I'm coming over to your house. We're going to cook. There I we look go. forward to it. Well, we can get that done. But uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. You're our first one to actually come in, and we're doing the little split screen thing. It's, you know, it's kind of new to me, but uh, I'm going to have to do some more of these. And Ryan's loving that we probably put some stuff together. He's really excited about it, too. He's excited to meet with you. If you want to get more information, please go to lastletters.net or .org, I guess, either one. Yes. Yes. Check out a podcast, Last Letters with Jeremy Locke. It's L-O-C-K. And, of course, he is the unbelievable United States Air Force veteran, Master Sergeant. Right, Master Sergeant? Retired. There we go. Retired. And he's doing big things. I really appreciate you. Of course, I enjoy our friendship. Anything that you want in your business, of course, we are the 
Swipe It Show. This is the Swipe It Company. You can always contact us at swipeit.com. It's S-W-Y-P-I-T.com. And you can watch us on the Success Network. And you can Google Kevin Hodes, H-O-D-E-S, and the Success Network will pop up. And you can see all the shows that we're doing. But, of course, I want everybody to go out there and do what they want. I want everybody to do what they want, when they want. And we're so appreciative of our clients, our customers, our friends. Find us. Google us. We love you. We appreciate you. Ryan, take us out. Till next time, we love you. Bye now.